0: We're joined now by Narina Fissa, strategist and advisor at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning, all the people of Mzanzi. So, Narina, um, you know, just to throw forward to our conversation on the forum at eight later on. We'll be speaking to the Auditor General, uh, Kimi Makweto. But yesterday, um, uh, the Auditor General's office released that report on the audit of national budget and uh, provincial departments, and it highlighted irregular spending of more than forty-six billion rand and a further one point three billion in wasteful spending. Shocking amounts those. Yes
1: shocking indeed Um, and I think that's why we need to maybe just um, evaluate and analyse a little bit closer what this actually refers to and what it means. So important to understand that irregular expenditure really does not mean money that is lost but rather money that was spent by not without following the appropriate process of supply chain management. So it really just means that there are certain processes that are prescribed in order to, to spend money in state and if you don't follow those processes, it gets flagged as irregular expenditure. So um, another important thing for us to remember was that exactly because of these sort of situations, the new centralized procurement system was put in place um, earlier this year. It was announced in the, in the budget in February, and this report still um, references the financial year which ended in February 2016. So we would certainly want to see this number come down dramatically in the current financial year, but of course that remains to be to be seen. I think what is also important to see is that uh, is, is who's sort of responsible for this irregular expenditure, and I, and I think that's where it starts getting a lot more interesting. Um, uh, just over half of it, just over 50% of it, was actually just coming from six different audited entities, um, and those were PRASA, the Passenger Rail Agency, the KwaZulu-Natal and Pumalanga Health Departments, the Road and Transport, and human settlement departments in Gauteng and then the Department of Water and Sanitation. So it also provides a good almost blueprint to say these are the specific entities where those processes obviously need to be scrutinized a lot more closely and and, and to see whether any of those irregular expenditures also potentially included the inflation of, of, of actual or inflated prices that were paid. So if you don't follow the due process, you don't know what else might have gone wrong in 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 that whole process Mm. The fruitless and wasteful expenditure was also 14% higher. And again, PASA and Department of Water and Sanitation come up in terms of that. Um, but it's not all doom and gloom um, because about uh, there was a decrease of of just over 50% of unauthorized expenditure. Um, and, and this came as on the back of interventions at both national and provincial levels. So um, I, I think rather than get too sensationalist about sort of headline numbers, mm. it's important to actually look into it and say, what are we really looking at in terms of this?
0: Absolutely. And then earlier this week, Narina, we spoke about the poor state of the South African consumer as evidenced by the results of the JSE-listed retailers such as uh, Truett's, Woolworth's and Mr. Price. And yesterday, the September resale sales data was released, apparently slightly better than expected. Uh, So what's going on here?
1: yeah so, so those sales were expected to only be up one percent compared to a flat number in August, and it actually grew by one point four percent so certainly a positive um, number but interesting to see that the reason or the where that growth came from specifically came from food and from um, uh, and, and, and tobacco and even medicine or healthcare products um, the, when you look at the contraction that we see in the sales of clothing and household items and so on that is exactly in line with the results that we saw from the JSC-listed companies. So it is our clothes retailers, it is our furniture retailers, even the building retailers that are the ones that performed uh, perform very poorly and reported poor results. Yesterday we had resp- results out from the spa group, an excellent set of numbers, a food retailer, and confirming, therefore, that you know even in, in when times are worse, you still have to eat and you still have to drink, and interestingly enough, tobacco sales also still up, so I guess you still have to smoke as well.
0: Well. Mm. <coughs> so 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 we feel for those people. <laughs> some <laughs> of those habits need to go, but um, the easier said than done, of course. If it, if you're not affected by it, indeed. But, but uh, disposable income, Narina, that's affected from month to month by the change in petrol price, for example. And in recent times, that's been increasing rather sharply. So, what yeah. are the chances that we will see some relief in
1: December as you <gasps> hear
0: my voice going down?
1: Th- there's a chance. There is definitely is a, there chance, a chance, but I but I'm, I'm a stress. It's all just a chance at this stage. So it could be as much as $0.50 in December, which would be great, I think, for anybody that will be traveling over the December holidays, Um, but that is definitely going to depend on what happens to the oil price and, of course, what happens to the Rand dollar. So if we just look at the oil price, um, we we saw that the oil price spent most of October above the $50 a barrel mark, and that was one of the reasons why we saw uh, the increase earlier this month. So far in November, it's been most of the month below the $50 a barrel mark, so certainly stronger than it was in, in October. Um, there's another OPEC meeting coming up at the end of this month, and once again, there's sort of the hope, I say, rather than the expectation, but the hope is they will be able to actually get that production cut deal to stick this time around. But, you know, we've seen this movie a couple of times, so I'm not holding my breath, which means that's good news for the petrol price, because hopefully then um, we'll see the, the oil price staying relatively low, certainly yesterday um, U.S. oil inventory numbers that were released, much higher inventories than expected, and that certainly pushed, um, pushed the oil prices down. Of course, as far as the Rand dollar is concerned, well, you know, your guess is as good as mine. So <laughs> if, we can, if we can keep relative strength in the, in the Rand dollar, if it doesn't weaken dramatically from where we are at the moment, then yes, we should be getting some petrol price cuts in December.
0: Well, Narina, we're gonna stick with you on this one, and uh, we'll <laughs> talk again tomorrow morning. Thank you so much, and that was our market analyst, uh, Narina Fisser, who's a strategist and advisor at ETFSA.